Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. <laughs> she, she was just on last week. She was just on last week. to Team Tequila Talks for this episode. We have, as always, your hosts, Cassandra Junamel and Sherryon Gonzalez. We are very lucky to have Mark Strong from the House of Strong returning. Always love to see him. And today we have our special guest, Miss Tracy Toms. Hi, guys. So you probably know Tracy. She is a Broadway star. And you probably know her from her role in Rent. Don't shake your head. Own it. Own it. Own it. Broadway star. Yes. <laughs> um, you may know Tracy from Devil Wears Prada. Numerous. Yes, numerous TV shows, films, actress extraordinaire, and singer extraordinaire. Let us hear. Uh, honey, we got to pay no, for Tracy to sing. Up. You have to pay funds for Tracy to sing. <laughs> yes. Maybe after some more tequila. <laughs> Maybe after some more tequila. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Tracy is joining us today. We are sipping some tequila because, so it's funny, very funny story. So I'm texting Tracy like, hey, I know you don't like tequila. So I know you like bourbon and whiskey. So I'm like, can you come on my show and talk about how you like bourbon and whiskey, but I'm going to convince you to like tequila. And she was like, honey, I like tequila. She was like, I love tequila. And I was like, what? Cause every time I see you, my family is very much a bourbon family. Um, whenever I go over to our, our mutual friend's house, they always have bourbon for me. So I'm like, okay, great. You know, cause I'm make sure they have it because they know I like it. Um, but I also very much enjoy tequila. Where are you from that you are a bourbon family girl? I'm from Baltimore, um, which people, um, it's not like Kentucky or whatever, but as I got a little bit older, I started going back to our family reunions and they have a whiskey sour competition in my family, which I had no idea as a child. And I was like, oh, no wonder y'all are always lit. <laughs> Maryland is the South. I think the official drink of their state is the mint julep. Is it not? Did I make that up? I don't know. You may not have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I had a friend that had a wedding there, and she actually lives in D.C., but the wedding was in Baltimore, obviously, proximity. Right. And their official drink was the mint julep. So maybe mm -hmm. it's not the state's official drink. Maybe it was just their wedding's official drink. It but might I, have been their wedding's official drink. There was a rank. story behind it. And, you know, that may not be wrong. You know, I haven't lived <laughs> yeah. in Maryland, like, full-time since I was 18. What's in a mint julep? Bourbon mint, mm -hmm. powdered sugar, crushed ice. So it's actually kind of like a mojito, but it is bourbon instead of rum. Mm, okay. And you're supposed to use, I'm pretty sure that you're supposed to use a powdered sugar as opposed to a cane sugar. It's mm. something about the powdered sugar melts differently in the bourbon and you kind of smash it up and shake it up and it goes over crushed ice. Okay. So it's supposed oh. to be very refreshing because it's hot in the South and I think it is very closely tied. I've been to the Kentucky Derby several times, and that's what you do. You drink mint juleps. Yeah, I think about the mint julep as being like deep south, or you know, more southern. And when I've had it, it's been very lovely and refreshing, but I wouldn't even know what, what was in it. <laughs> Apes. But wait, I learned. But wait, you're, you said you haven't lived in Baltimore in a very long time, so did you go from Baltimore to New York? I know I you did. went to Howard. You got I a went BFA. to Baltimore to D.C. My to family DC. still lives in Baltimore. I go back like twice a year, but... 
in terms of like living there and really like being a part of Baltimore culture. Right. Um, I haven't. I never did it really as an adult. When I would go back and I want to go out on the town, like my cousin will take me out. But like I just go wherever she wants me to go. So okay. do you run into the same problem that I do with people say, well, where are you from? And if I'm traveling abroad, I say, well, I live in Los Angeles because I, right. I have lived in Los Angeles for a while. And gosh, I feel like I don't even live in one place anymore. But I was born and raised in Houston. And the problem with that is, is anytime I tell people that they go, yeah, well, where were you? Where are you really from? And I say Houston and they go, oh, I'm going next week. Where should I go? Exactly. I don't know. I don't no. live there and have not in a decade and a half. <laughs> and I didn't live there when I was like of age, you know? Exactly. I, 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 I left away. when I was 17. When, yep. I was, when I was 18, I moved to DC to go to Howard University. H-U-U. Amazing. And then I moved to New York to go to grad school at Juilliard. And then I stayed in New York until I got a job out here. Um, so for a long time, I was going back and forth between New York and LA, and I still do that a bit. Um, but I'm really in Los Angeles right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. <gasps> Are you claiming? So here's my issue. This is my thing. So here's I, I've talked I've talked uh -oh. to people about this. Here we go. So I'm from LA, born and raised. I've lived in other places, but primarily I've always lived in Los Angeles. And I'm always like. If someone asks, like my husband who's from New York, if someone asks him, where are you from? He says, New York City. And he's lived here for 25 years. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. If people oh. say, where are you from? I say Baltimore. Okay, so you don't say, okay. You I don't, don't say, say I'm LA. from LA. I say I live in LA. But, you know, but like you said, if I'm abroad, I'm like, oh, where'd you come here from? I'm like, LA. So, LA, Mark, for okay. sure. Like, you I'm abroad are, all the time. I'm from <laughs> Miami. And when people say, where are you from? Do you say LA or do I you say, say Miami? I say Miami for sure. So I think, in my opinion, yeah. it's not where are you born, but it is where have you cultivated a life and where have you spent the most time and where do you consider yes. home? Right. Right, and I'm torn, you know, because I spent a lot of time in New York, um, but now I've spent a lot of time here. I think I, I, may, I may have been here longer than I was in New York. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness, wow. really? Relevation. Real, so, 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 did you start working in LA? Like your first big no, job? No, I was in New York. New York. For okay. sure. Um, for years. Um, and then I booked a, a cop show out here, Cold Case, which moved me out here in like 2005. I've heard of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then you came to LA. And then you went back to New York after? Well, I, I go back and forth. I still oh, have a place okay. in New York, you know, if like I go do a play or something, I go back to New York to do that. Well, and you oh. filmed up Vol Wears Prada in New York, which I have to say, a huge fan. And we all have yes. those movies that you can watch a hundred, if not more times. And I have to say that the Devil Wears Prada, in my opinion, is a perfect film. I have seen it so many times and it is my favorite film to put on on a plane or when I'm doing stuff you know around the house or I need something to fall asleep to and you just want that sense of familiarity yet I always end up actually not being able to take my eyes off the or screen. if you're in the mood for some sass like that's why I love it oh yeah mm. <laughs> you like Miranda Priestly yes sass yes sass. Did you like Stanley yeah. Tucci sass <laughs> he's got a lot Ooh, of sass Stanley too. Tucci has a lot of sass yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of sass in that movie. And, you know, I'm the same way. If I'm flipping channels and suddenly it's on, I'm like, well. Do you watch, well. Do you, you watch your own the, movies? Not all of them, but that one. Yeah. I'm well, not in that one enough to yeah. turn myself off of it. Okay. So Does that makes sense? Yes. Well, I loved you in it for what it's worth. Cheers. Yes. Well, yeah. thank you. What are we drinking? Okay. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we have Tequila Ocho. Now, 
I know Tracy loves her bourbon and whiskey, so I wanted to find something that's a little more elevated, a little more rich, toothy, earthy. This, mm-hmm. that this sounds is, like an X-rated well, adjective. We'll, well, well, we're gonna get there later, guys. So this is 100% Blue Weber Agave, always on Team Tequila. We like to keep it 100%. This is additive free, always. Mm-hmm. Um, this is unaged. And it uh, on the nose of this is anise, roasted pineapple, and pink grapefruit, citrus and sweet, acidic apple, and quince paste. Now I have to look up quince paste. I'm from LA. Quince, quince, I've, I've had the cake. So I was like, what is actual quince paste? It comes from the quince fruit, and they make it into like a little jelly. It's a thick, sweet jelly. And it has um, light notes of vanilla. I have never yeah. heard of a quince fruit. Yes. We are even learning things all the time on Team Tequila Talks because yes. I just learned something new today. Mark, have you heard of this quince fruit? I've never heard of that fruit You're the before, fruit expert. But I've never heard of that fruit before. It's pink. It's pretty. It kind of looks like a, a dragon fruit. Kind of, but it doesn't have the seeds in it, but it's pink. It's a very pretty color like okay. to have on your table. And then on the palate of this tequila, on the tongue, is orange peel, pink pepper, mineral, and earthy, slightly smoky. So when I was like in the in looking around, I'm like, you know what? Tracy needs something that this specific one is meant to just sip. Great. It is the owners, um, Thomas Estes and Carlos Camarena. They both wanted this to be something that they can have a cigar with sit have a guy in you know like you know like casino type with a cigar and just kind of sip it but we do have it both ways because they said if you will do it you have to do it with a grapefruit or an orange so we will try it in a bit pour it over some ice with grapefruit and an orange just a quick little thing about this tequila these two families got together. They were both master tequiliers. I made that up last week. I'm going with it. We're going it. with it. We're going with it. I'm we're running with it. Don't at me, but I'm calling myself a junior. Me and Cassandra are junior tequiliers. Are we seniors? Because you made it up. So I there's, did. there's okay. Or are we still putting in our hours in training here? We're putting our hours in training. I don't know about training. you, but I put in some hours. I know. So we're te- so this these two men got together in 1937. They are third-generation tequila producers. They do nothing rushed, nothing hur- hurried. All tequila made is exclusively from agave, a fact that few other producers can claim. They do small batch, which is when I was doing the research, and I was like, ooh, so many te- tequilas are so commercial- commercialized right. that you lose a bit of its essence when you do it in such big batches. And so with this one specifically, it's small. that The labels are hand-placed on there. And that little writing on the back of the bottle, I don't know if you, if you guys are watching, you can, we'll turn it around, you can see it. It's, it's in tiny. cursive, it's in cursive, and it's like the little bit of their history. And it just looks like a, um, a shipping bottle, a little bit like a shipping bottle. Yeah. There's a glare, so we're not really catching it that great on camera. But look up the bottle for sure. Tracy, how do you drink your tequila on an average day? Well, maybe not an average day, but on a tequila drinking day. On a tequila day, I will drink it like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, on tequila day, I would drink it just on the rocks with a little bit of salt and a lime. So here at Team Tequila Talks, we actually are, I wouldn't say anti-lime, maybe lime ambivalent. We do use lime. I don't require a lime. Okay. Have you ever drank it with a grapefruit, orange, blood orange, any type of other citrus? Yes. Um... At my house here, we have like a, a house cocktail that we've come up with this summer. And it's love this. Tell me more. And it's tequila with a, a dash of blood orange Italian soda. 
Okay. Mm. So I like know a, which one you're talking about. Too. Like you a know. skinny, so blood orange. Just like a boop. And it's delightful. But you also can do the blood orange with gin. It's also good with gin. Gin is a new thing in my life. Um, really? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Gin cocktails are a big thing now. I mean, I yes. didn't, you know, so I was always like, I don't like gin. I don't like gin by itself. I, I'm kind of like, if I don't like a liquor by itself, I don't like it. So to me, gin, because of the botanical nature of it, to me, gin always tastes like a Christmas tree. And yeah. when I, you know, I was living in Vancouver for several years, and shout out to my bartender buddy, Dylan. He is a phenomenal mixologist, has his own line of bitters, and basically treats every bar as his lab. And he has some of the most amazing, Sherry, I've taken you there before. Yes. He has some of the most phenomenal cocktails, and I have spent many happy hours and dinners just sitting at the bar ordering food at the bar chatting with my buddy Dylan and I said what is your favorite liquor to work with because I never drink vodka he goes I never use vodka yeah he uses gin and he said every mixologist bartender's favorite is gin because it is the most workable and it really adapts to the flavors that you're blending it with and I have to say that there's not a single time that I had a cocktail from him where it did taste like a Christmas tree or a pine tree. So he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, and and now I've started to ask other bartenders, and they share the same sentiment. They love working with gin. Yeah, gin cocktails are really good. They're really yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, I yeah. find that I don't like gin. I mean, I've had, I mean, he did a great job. I've been to other, like, hotels where they'll do, like, an amazing mixology-type gastronomy type of gin. And on the back of my tongue, there's an issue. There's gin. There's gin. So there's there. a floral botanical situation. That I don't is like unwanted I don't in like, my drink. Exactly. And I don't like floral coffees either. Anything artisan coffee, right. if it's too fl flowery, I'm like, goodbye. You know, keep it simple. Nope. Tracy, this is not exactly your house cocktail, but, but we are going to bring in some citrus here. So for those of you who are not ready to dive into straight sipping tequila, we're going to keep it very simple, and this is just going to be some fresh squeezed citrus with some silver. Really light, really simple, and what happens when we use, we, we juiced the fruit this morning, fresh uh, and it is fresh pressed, fresh pressed, which means, again, when you're using the whole fruit, you're getting the whole vitamins, the fiber, the, the micronutrients. Mark, what kind of micronutrients are we talking about here? So for this citrus, it's very high in vitamin A and vitamin C. And also for grapefruit, it's high in vitamin K. So if anyone's on a blood thinner, you want to avoid vitamin K at all costs. So that's basically all the greens, anything that's heavy in green. But then it also is very high in antioxidants. So it fights free radicals. So like it's basically an anti-ager. And it's also fucking fantastic for your immune system big immune builder it's also really good on an empty stomach for aiding in weight loss too mm. any citrus or this particular citrus? this particular citrus this is a grapefruit and orange juice combo and you really could mix this up a bit more i mean we could have added some spice or some lime or some agave because let's be real grapefruit does have a cut to it yeah. But in this instance, we were trying to keep it really simple, really clean. A lot of times when you go somewhere, especially in Mexico, but some restaurants that do it right, you can find, you might order a tequila flight or you might just order a very nice tequila to sip on and they will bring you a shot glass of either hibiscus or pomegranate or, or any 
of their recommended juices that they think will go well with the tequila that you're ordering. And you take a sip of the tequila and a sip of the juice, or you can just sort of pour it in together if you want. Just keeping it nice, simple, nice and simple, nice and natural. Yes, and simple is always the best because you can also use the grapefruit and orange juice as a marinade or just like a kitchen staple, pantry staple. So it's, it's perfect. Yes, and I wanted to reiterate, I don't know if I said this, we're drinking a Blanco. This is, a, I know on the show we've said we like to sip Anejos and Reposados, but this particular one is a sipping Blanco. We are very hospitable, and Miss Tracy drinks silver, so that no. is what we are I sipping on today. I tend to drink silver, but you know what, I'm like, surprise me. And you surprised me with a Honestly, you'll drink lovely. anything. Well, I would. <laughs> I would try anything. Not anything. We stick to 100% agave yeah. in this room for yes. good reason. Yes. For good reason. When yeah. you're feeling it the next day, it is usually that cut with sugar cane or you've mixed it with something blue or blue. whatnot. I, well, have you ever seen a, like a blue cocktail? You know when you, when you go to yeah, in college maybe? Blue. So do I. Because oh, like Curacao is it? Yeah. Hypnotic. Hypnotic. Alizé. Is Alizé blue? It, no, uh, it's red. It's red. Hypnotic uh, is blue. Oh, yeah, my God. No. My husband, back in the day, I don't know if I can say this word, so I'm just going to, like, spell it. Him and his friends. This is the early 2000s, which is, I can't believe I'm saying that's back in the day. It's back in the day. Um, it's 20, they used to over have, 20 years ago. So they used to have this juice called C-O-O-C-H-I-E, juice. Cucucci? Cucci juice. <laughs> or Cucci? It's Cucci. She's trying to be demure. I don't know why. I don't it's, know why either. Mark just dropped an S bomb. It's it's Cucci juice. And so Coochie he was juice. like, Yeah, um, I mean my boys, I had just met him and he's like, and we have this drink called Coochie juice. And I was like, What? And he was like, it was like blue. It was like hypnotic with Alize, Hennessy. Listen, if he, so basically in Miami, we would call that hunch punch. Well, he's from New York, and he called yeah. it coochie juice. Well, if your coochie juice is blue, you need to be making an appointment to see your doctor. <laughs> coochie blue, coochie juice should not be blue. No, honey. most things that come out of your body no should be blue. That's but my particularly rule. Down there, my rule of thumb in general is if it's neon, it Don't should not go it. in your body because nothing is neon. Unnatural vitamin B twelve liquid can be neon. Right, but that's not a that's not like a food. That's not a whole food. Okay. That's yeah. not a blue fruit. Yes. No. It's not it's a coochie fruit. Blue, not There's, a coochie fruit. Even no. blueberries are purple. They're violet. Yeah. Yes. Very true. Not There's neon. blue magic. They put in shakes that turns your drinks blue. That's like an algae, isn't algae, it? Algae, yeah. Yeah, it's an algae. So, okay, let's call that the exception that proves the rule. All right, rule. that's the exception. Do you want to put algae in your margarita? You should do that. You should work Ooh, on an algae okay, guys, beverage for us. That would be very intense. I trust oh, you. But what about... Um, Mark has a that rigorous R&D process. Spirulina, Moringa, chlorophyll. You're thinking of butterfly pea. Ooh, maybe. I'm thinking of one of those. That One of those might be really good in like a earthy, maybe this Blanco, because it's so like kind maybe. of like stiff. Yeah, I tried uh, one uh, a cocktail like last week, and it had charcoal in it. Ooh. Which was actually really good. It's it was, great. It, it, was sucks, like it basically sucks up all of the alcohol out of your system too. We're gonna yeah. have to do that And your soon. digestive tract. Yeah. Yes. Like we'll a charcoal, charcoal with lemon. Yep. And mezcal. Yeah. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. It we'll have really to work good. on that. That'll be one of our next ones. I always say with the blue, if it goes in blue, it comes out blue because almost everybody I see that has ever drinking funky colored concoctions is it's coming, it's coming right back. back up. It's like a beat. Yeah. Like a beat juice. Yeah. I always yeah. get nervous after I have beet juice. 
Well, am yeah, I, but I, I think I, I think what she's suggesting is it comes back the way it does comes back up the way it went in. Cheers. On the note of bodily excretions, we are going to talk about Shayna Mokler, her boyfriend who was arrested for assault and went to jail. They have a restraining order. But in the police report, this is the interesting thing. She says that he peed on her, that he grabbed her by the hair. And, you know, obviously domestic violence is a serious matter. But what I'm perplexed by is what it would take for someone to whip out their junk and pee on another person. Can I say well, something yes. that's also a fetish? It's called water sports. Wait, yeah. excuse me? Excuse me? Golden shower. Yeah, it's a fetish. Golden it's showers, golden water showers. sports. That's a thing. I've heard of golden showers. Water sports <laughs> Wait, is a new one. What's the water sports? Never heard. What's the other sport? So water sports is basically, not that I participate in bukkakis, but they just basically take turns and pee on you. We're going to have to have a higher uh Wait, excuse me? What's a episode? blue, what's a blue, <laughs> what's a blue what? Nope, nope. We're not no. getting into that. Okay. If you want to know okay. what that is, you have the power of Google at your fingers. Okay, yes. wait, wait. We're I want to that here. Let's go back to Shayna's ordeal. So Shayna Mokler is the ex-wife of Oscar De La Hoya. She's also the ex-wife of Travis, Travis Barker. Scott. Yeah, Travis Barker. Barker. Yes, yes. Former so, Playboy playmate. Yes. So I feel like someone peeing. I feel like when you're the ex-wife of any boxer, I feel like you've probably picked up some moves. I know I would have. So I would have had. You would have had to held me down to urinate on me. Is that what they said happened? He so he, it said that he grabbed her by the hair in the neck, threw her on the ground, got physical, and then peed on her. It's in the police report. Unfortunately, it's public. It's unfortunate that these, these things okay. do become public, but they do. And then in it, the police report specifically says that while she was on the ground, he whipped it out and peed on her, among other things. I, I read that he was a little younger. He's only 29. So she's got to be what 45? Yeah, he's a little younger. I mean, 29 is a grown ass man, though. Let's yeah. just keep it real. That's too old. No, it is. And like, usually, if you pee on someone in a non consensual way, um, it's it's like domination. It's like, I'm just going to de- defame you. I'm going to try to reduce you to the lowest common denominator to make you my toilet. It's yeah. like an F you, right? It's, yeah. it's a it's waste. Yeah, I'd imagine it because this was this was not a golden showers consensual situation. This was in a moment of rage and they were in the middle of a domestic, a full blown domestic restraining orders have been placed. This is a this was not a this had to have been something that was about dominance. And I have won this fight. Yeah, for sure. This is not it is. It's intense. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's really aggressive. I will say this about that ordeal is I know she's very upset with Travis Barker dating um, Kourtney Kardashian. She's highly upset because apparently her and Shayna used to be friends. Oh, wow. And she's known Travis for years. And so, and it's like that rule, even if I haven't been with someone for over 20 years, I haven't been with for over 20 years, do you still date someone you once, even if you once called them a friend, do you still date their oh, exes. Man. So it's sticky because in 20 years you can change, right? So in our heads or in your head or my head, I would think, oh, no, that's my friend Sherry. I would never sleep with her husband. But everyone changes. And then maybe spiritually they're connected or they're in a certain place in their life and now they're connected and they want to proceed. And it's like, who are we to stop that person? Why is like if it floats your boat, do it. 
Wise words from our resident single friend, Mark Strong, from the House of Strong. Yes. That is one thing that, I mean, you would think that people would want to evolve after 20 years. And naturally, even friendships and romantic relationships, and really any dynamic between two or more people, sometimes your relationship is going to ebb and flow or completely diverge or become closer. I've had some, you know, I I have a couple of friends who I was acquaintances with for years. And then all of a sudden we became much better friends because we were just in different places in our life. And I think that that applies romantically, platonically, even like as a family member. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. But I, here's disclaimer for me. If me and my husband divorce, do not mess with my husband don't talk to my husband don't even text that is just who i am sorry yes well that might i, I would never I, be sorry that for would being you and that's 100%. how most people feel about it but yeah. there are always exceptions to every rule yeah um and this is a relatively more of a newer thing because what we have now in our society is like ownership of people like forever which isn't fair do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not fair. Well, it's also different because back in the day, you didn't have to look at Instagram. You didn't have to look at yeah, TikTok. You didn't sure. have to see, oh, this person is out and about. When your ex was gone in 1994 or even earlier, that person was just out of sight, out of mind. Right. Right. So do you then, because we, because I had a relationship with someone, does that mean that if my friend who I love and my ex who it didn't work out with, if they find happiness together, I don't want them to be happy because of something that happened a long time ago. Does that mean, does my comfort outweigh your happiness as a person? Mm. Depends on the friend right. and the circumstance. Gosh, I, I just, if I spend a lot of time with you, like you're my close friend or a best friend and 15 years after the fact, let's say, you know, me and my ex 15 years down the road and maybe, I mean, you know what? I, I'm a visual person, so like that would just be really bad visually for me. I'm very cerebral, and I think a lot, and I can I can view things in my head about how things play out. And I think for myself, that would be like maybe a little torturous. Of course, yeah. of course, it'll be torturous. However, do is your personal torture more important than their happiness? Fuck. Getting very into the Zen stuff here. As I mean, you really, do as, as we have one life, right? We have we have one yeah, life. I agree with you. True. We have one You're life, true. and you and Rick broke up. It didn't work out. No. Right? It's never going to happen. But no. it worked out years later. You're with somebody else. Yes. Well, I guess if yeah, I mean, look, you I'm know, being a little selfish here because. If I've moved on. <laughs> and you still you, don't want him to move on. But you're also no, speaking but you, on something that doesn't exist. It so. doesn't. But <laughs> but you notice, I mean, you know, we've all had our breakups and ups and downs and where, you know, you know, you date other people and you do all these things. It's like, you know, I would hate to think we've been together for like over like almost 20 years. So even now I have exes in high school or in college that I had that dated before him. And I hear about who they're dating. And I'm like, good for them. Good for them. You know, I don't know them. As yeah. long as that girl is not somebody I know. Well, because I was, I, I always say my husband was the first person I fell in love with, like genuinely. So, you know what I mean? So I feel, and we share a child and there's all that jazz in there. So if, if my best friend was then 20 years down the road, but that's like kind of like my daughter's auntie, I don't know. It is. No, it thing- gets weird. And every situation is its own and now situation. now we're going down a rabbit hole. Right. Ooh. You know, because if, as a blanket statement, like, yes, for sure. Anybody, the rules go, anybody I've dated is off limits to anybody I know, right? And, and vice versa. Anybody 
that is a friend of my ex, they're also off limits. So I'm not going to date my ex's friends, and my friends are going to date my exes. You period. at least have to, however, ask. Right. There are exceptions to rules. People find their person. If you know, and if your person happens to be your ex, my person happens to be your ex, and you're not together anymore. Then what do we do? Yeah, that's. I mean, I would never stand in like. Look, I always say any type of love that's ordained or it's supposed to happen will happen, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. Mm-hmm. And I go, it goes both ways in breaking it up, also. So right. I do feel like I, I agree with you, Tracy. I'm just being me, bratty. No, 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 but that's what everybody, everybody's go to is that. Like, no, you can't. No, don't even talk to my man. Even though it's over, been over for ten years. Because also too, like breakups end up for different reasons, and maybe it wasn't like toxic and it was just easy and it's just cordial and we're all adults and communication's open and you just you just do yeah because it's technically no longer my business anymore mm-hmm. so right. goodbye you right. have an adult conversation you pull aside your friend out of respect i mean you don't have to you can't control other people no. but the respectful thing to do would be to pull aside your friend and say hey I know that this person and you had a thing, but now we're kind of vibing. What do you think? And ultimately, it's kind of like when people back in the day used to ask parents for their hand in marriage. It's a blessing. It's not permission. It's a blessing. And you just know where you stand. So you don't walk into a room with this person and your friend goes, what the hell? Yes, of course. That is always the way we want it to happen. It often doesn't happen that way. Because in that period of time where you're vibing, like, when, at what point do you go to your friend and say, hey, this dude, at what point do you do that? Because there has to come a point. There has to be a vibe before that happens. Mm-hmm. And we want it to all work out perfectly. We want it to all be like. Life does not do that, does it? It doesn't do that. Life's all of a sudden, you're in a situation, and we all would like people to be adults. But if you go to your friend, you're like, hey, I know you were a thing, but whatever. Your friend's like, absolutely not. No. Mm-hmm. You just got to, I think at the, at the minimum, it's a heads up. No, no, for sure. For sure. We no, want everybody to agree. Sure. That's a requirement. You know. Heads up. That's all. Yeah. Although I know life is messy. It's unpredictable and it can be a lot of times unreliable. But I do think if you have ever loved your friend and your ex, there is a, at a point when you're comfortable to just let that person know. Of course. I think, but it doesn't have to be right away. I mean, love, well, love doesn't wait people. Well, just because you're whipping your dick out does not mean that you're urinating on somebody. Just ask <laughs> Big Sean. Ooh, I cannot. So Big Sean. I'm getting all my current events from you guys. I'm like, what's going on? Right. That's Who what, did it? That's what we're here for, Tracy. Big Who Sean, did it? Pull up the photo. Show, so it, big, it is on the internet, by the way. It is everywhere on the internet. It is still up. His Either his he doesn't care or his lawyers are not doing his job. But we have a dick pic leak of Big Sean it is, I have to say, it's not a bad photo. They compared it to, so think of a length of a Nintendo Switch, which is around nine plus inches. People. I mean, I'm very married, but so. Who, like, who picks, who, I looked at the photo. I don't see a Nintendo Switch. Who speculated that? Internet sleuths. These these women, look, you can, I look, I can eyeball a, a tablespoon or a, seven inches i can eyeball that i can look at that laptop like yep that's nine inches how long is this mic mm, that's about mm, well from the cord so to the tip is. we're talking about the tip yes here is the photo tracy you is viewing the to, photo when you're measuring length you always have to include the tip yeah. Sherry. okay okay so this is about um seven and eight <laughs> inches this mic including the tip 
Including the tip, huh? Um, Mark, what do you what do you think? Our resident single person, what do you think about this picture? Honestly, this photo does not look real because, like, first and foremost, he has a Toshiba laptop. Maybe this photo is incorrect, but no one uses this laptop anymore, number one. <laughs> this photo is way too grainy. Maybe the photo is old, though. We haven't considered that, right? That oh. Just because this photo was leaked does not mean it was leaked and taken from a photo taken Maybe yesterday. an X. Maybe an X. Ooh, see? And there's also X body wash in the background. Big Sean's doing okay. He's doing doing all right. Like I he can afford more than X body wash. That does bathroom? he look just like that now? Does he still look exactly like that now in the, the face? Mm, well, to me, I mean, yes. he's first of all, it's a little pixelated. Second of all, it's not the best angle to see, you know, the fine lines. But this bathroom looks like a dorm room bathroom to me. This looks like an old school bathroom. I don't think it. I don't think it's current. It has a shower curtain that looks dated. Extremely. Dated. So maybe let's say this is early in his career. It so has let's, a let's door date this. handle that looks dated. How about guys? Let's date this photo. This was early in his career. This is an X. I'm gonna build a story around this photo. There was. This is an X. He is about to do Rolling Loud Festival, and she's probably want that O thing back. I mean, look. I'm not gonna comment on the size, but the people said it was over nine inches. Is this a webcam that he is yeah. holding? Look at this. This is an old yeah, school it's just old. webcam. This is not an iPhone. And I it's certainly not an iPhone 13. No, it's not. Yeah. Are we on 13? However, I mean yeah. once 12. if that's your size, that's your size, even if it's ten years later. If it's ten yeah. years later, it doesn't shrink it people. Doesn't go it away. doesn't not grow that long. I don't know. I think, uh, for, well, the, and as I was saying at the beginning here, either his lawyers are not doing his job, or he does not mind that that photo is out. What do they say that all press is good press? There is no bad press. And honestly, if I'm Big Sean, I mean, do you not really? Well, that's what I'm about to say. If I'm Big Sean, I'm like. My name is Big Sean. Hello. That's what I said. Now, if he had shrinkage coming out of like a jacuzzi, maybe he would want to take that down. Yeah, no. (laughs) But what's wrong with small penis? Nothing's wrong with small penis. I don't prefer those. But, um, you know, if you prefer that, that's your jam. That's that's personal. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's just that as a whole, he looks good in the photo. He's got his eight pack happening. Yeah, he went to the gym that day. He looks a yeah. little nonchalant. This is like kind of a dumpy a bathroom. Of intermittent fasting. Mm. It's it a, is. It's a bit it of a is. dumpy yes. bathroom. It's kind of like, you know, putting a rose bush on a turd mound, right? <laughs> or that. Yeah. So yeah. it just it just looks he looks very nice and, and he's just very sort of, confident in his um package situation do, do we know how it got leaked axe body wash it's the axe is a little bit cringy however <laughs> yeah. it's an old photo we yes. decided that we decided yes that. Uh, no they don't know how it leaked it just popped up last night like late last night is like the internets were i was like reading you know twitter and all of a sudden it was like why is big sean trending has and to then, be an x i say i felt i think it's an x i think look i mean big sean dated ariana grande he's with i think janae aiko right now I mean, this is a long ago ex with a webcam. I think that with Mad. with just like you know what I'm gonna do today? Mm-hmm. Drop this photo. Just felt like it. <laughs> it's I'm been twelve years. years later. <laughs> I think all all of those leaked photos come from two places. Either someone has stolen your device, slashed, hacked into your device. Either way, stolen, whether physically or virtually, or it's an angry ex. This is why I don't do nudes anymore. I think back when we had the Nokia flips and the T-Mobile sidekicks, I would, with if my husband was filming on location or whatever, I would, you know, do it. Because, like, those things were impossible to hack. Or and if you now, do a nude, 
just make it artistic. So it's like technically it's Cut your head off. It's, it's art. a mood. It's art. It's art. <laughs> oh, you know, from here. Oh, you know what, Mark? That I always make it safe. Ooh, our resident. So you can't hurt me. I have a. I have prove that to me. I have a skinny dipping photo that is hanging in my bathroom. That's me. Yeah, you do. I've seen it. I think it's art, and so it's not a leaked nude image. It is actually something that I think is very artsy and cool. So if you want to know about me and Cassandra, she has a a very artistic nude in her bathroom, and I have probably it's probably the size of a wall in my bedroom. It's me on the rock in Maui and the, the sunset matched my swimsuit perfectly. And it's like, my butt is out. It's like every, and Rick got it. My husband got it blown up. It's, is it that orange suit you have? Yes. I've seen that orange Wait, suit. Wait, in your bedroom, Sherry? Yes. Oh my God. I need to see this photo. It's huge. <laughs> yes. I literally thought you were going in a different direction. In your bedroom, really have a big picture of yourself in your bedroom. That's not Absolutely. where I like, oh my God, I need to see it. I have pictures in my bedroom. Can I do you, hold on. Do you guys not have, we've established that Sherry has a picture in her bedroom. I have a picture in my bedroom. I put a picture of my husband in our bedroom and he hates it. No I pictures love it. or family, friends, or yourself in your place. Bad feng shui. Is that really? Hold on. Is that our single friend not wanting people watching him get funky, or not wanting the people that you bring home to see your family? It's just or respect your... for the space. Wait, wait, wait. So if you're married, Mark, and your husband's like, I want us to be dripping in oil, taking these artistic photos, so we can hang in our bedroom. You're saying no, it's feng shui, or you're so saying, no, baby, you can I got create you. Create a beautiful book, but for your home and your space, it should look like no one actually lives there. So you have to see Mark's place. It's actually divine. I just commented today. I said, I'm wow, sure. your bedroom is amazing. If you've ever been to Tulum, I call his his house <laughs> the Tulum house because it literally looks like you're in Tulum. His design aesthetic is, he's not only a body architect, but he's like, has his design aesthetic is crazy. But your favorite is black and white, and I put the photos in black and white because it's a vibe. Yes, but as long as I can't tell that it's you. No, you can definitely tell it's me. Oh, it's no. 100%. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's, it's them. It's wait, you. Wait, Tracy, do you have any photos of yourself in your bed haven? No. No, 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 I don't. I mean, it's just weird to wake up and look at myself. That's what my husband says. He says it's masturbatory, and I said, well, it's a good thing it's in the bedroom then. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, when I did rent um, uh, as a as a rap present, the team, the production team gave us these huge, like life-size posters of ourselves. And I was like, what am I going to do with that? Give it to my parents. So it's yes. in the dining room in my parents' room. There's no way to come home and look at a big picture of myself. In you know the I mean? dining room. So they don't want it in the bedroom. And well, no I would be weird if my parents had hundred percent. They have, they yeah. have, they the have kid pictures and like pictures of family pictures in the yeah. bedroom. You know what I mean? Of, of, of everybody. And I think that's normal. It's just for me, like I go into, I, I, I I go into people's houses and like there's a wall-sized portrait of them on the wall. Sherry. Oh my God. And I also have, you guys are making me, look, I'm going to transform both of you because we have a picture wall (laughs) off of our dining room that has like, it's it's all black and white frames. It's like 15 of them. And it's just family photo wall. Do you have a a wall-sized photo of you and Rick? You walk in, the entire wall is your faces. No, no, Rick does not. Honestly, you know what? Rick does not have a photo of himself that does not include me or our daughter in it. It's me and my ass is in our room and my back. But he lo- he's the one who blew it up. He was like, damn, you look good. I need to hang that up somewhere like right I in the bedroom. I will send you some beautiful books. We're going to minimize. <laughs> but if 
it seems like no one lives there. Doesn't it feel like you're living in a hotel? Although that could be a positive because I love a hotel. I love a hotel, but I think what I love about the hotel is the getawayness of it. Of the of the yeah, but you can also make a space like a personal without making it extremely personal. Like you can put your favorite colors, favorite fabrics, textures, and things that you love and enjoy. But you can put all of that in a book. In my opinion, IMO. Oh, you guys are killing my vibe. <laughs> I like to be a little conceited in my bedroom. No, that's just me. Just I don't. I I feel weird waking up looking at myself on a wall. And then imagine if I had that in my place. Me and polka dots naked. What would you think of me? I'd be like, damn, you look good. You do look good. <laughs> you, I would be like, ooh, what, what is that left oblique doing? This Give me that. This would be a giant billboard for body architecture, House of Strong. That would work, but never in my place. Oh, we're going to transform. Yes. Transform. Yeah, you know what? I've been working on a wall in my, a corner in my bedroom of all of my relatives, like old black and white photos of like grandparents, great grandparents on their wedding days, you know, things like that. I've been like acquiring those to do black and white framed pictures in one corner. Oh, that's like an ancestor wall. I kind of like, like that's like a good an vibe. Ancestor corner. Yeah. Looking over you while yeah. you sleep. I mean, I kind of like that. Reminder of where white, you came from. There's a big white reading chair, like a winged chair, and around that, I just want to have all the ancestors there in the mm -hmm. corner, but it's different than me. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, I did that at one point in my life when I was in, in college and in grad school, and me and my boyfriend at the time, we just had framed picture, like collage. Remember the in IKEA? You were going yeah. those like, little uh, collage <laughs> things. You just, yeah. You're cutting out the pictures for all the little windows. Three ninety nine everywhere, and I did that for a while, and then, uh, and then I was like, well, let me put these in my closets. Yes. I still have them stacked up in my closet, because then you know, because then if I got mad at him, then I'm all of a sudden looking in his face. You sure. mean if they started dating your ex? If they started dating my ex or anybody I'd ever met in my whole life, which happens. <laughs> well, on that note, we are going to wrap it up and raise the vibe with a cheers. Guys, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the team, Team Tequila Talks, Mark Strong, House of Strong. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers. Cheers.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.